Hey there, leader. Today, today is November 22nd, and today on Leadership Lost and Found, we're going to be talking about managing expectations, how to identify them, how to communicate them, and how to manage them. So as we always do, we'll start off this day in history. Today is November 22nd, and on this day in history, John F. Kennedy was assassinated, you know, depending on who you talk to, by <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald, uh, you know, down on, in Dallas, That's Texas, right. from the book repository. I've actually been down there. Um, one of the things I think is interesting, and I want to tie this in a little bit around expectations, is in this country, in our great country, there was an expectation of peaceful transition of government, mm. right? There was an expectation of, of a number of things that came to pass. Mm -hmm. And I think that really bodes well for what we're going to talk to here today. Yeah. Um, that being said, as we always do, Randy, I don't like starting first. So if you could frame the conversation <laughs> for us, let's get started. Well, expectations are a strong belief that something's going to happen or will be the case in the future. Really a belief that someone will or should achieve something. Um, before we get started, though, happy Thanksgiving, James. Yeah, and happy Thanksgiving to you. Yeah. Do you have Thanksgiving expectations? I do. Well, um, one is that I want to watch football and fall asleep on the couch. Maybe the Detroit Lions. You'll watch Maybe. the. It, we have a tradition of watching the Detroit Lions lose well, on national television. Being a Cleveland Browns fan, my <laughs> tradition is knowing that they're already out of the running at this point, so I watch other teams. <laughs> but maybe this year. Who knows? Yeah. Well, we all have expectations. And uh, what happens when we have missed expectations, because we all have them, is we have disappointment, we have stress, sometimes anger. You know, I'm going to jump in there. Yeah. I, I can't remember when I read this or where I saw it, but it was something, and I th I'm going to attribute it to the Dalai Lama, which was the source of anguish, the source of anguish is having expectations. Mm. All anguish, all misery comes from having expectations, which I'm not telling everybody don't have any expectations, yeah. but if you don't expect anything, you can't be disappointed. Well, my wife... Uh, she she must have uh, channeled her in, inner Dalai Lama because she gave me this little plaque that I had when I changed jobs this last time, and it says, Lower, lowering my expectation has succeeded beyond my wildest <laughs> dreams. <laughs> because when you have lower expectations, you're not disappointed, you know, it's, you're yeah. not disappointed. Um, but there's all there's expectations in our personal life. We'll talk a little bit maybe about that first, and then also in our professional life. Well, like life. I expected the last season of Game of Thrones to be outstanding. <laughs> My expectations were not met. No. <coughs> Bless you. Bless you. I didn't have an expectation that I would sneeze. Um, but we'll leave that in there, too, because that's nice. However, I need to pick that up. I need, yeah, a, yeah. <laughs> I need a wipe. I should, I should Does pick. anybody have a I moist should, towelette? I should go get that because <laughs> you're in that. See, yeah. My landlord's not going to want to chip that off later. <laughs> But people are surprisingly inept at uh, setting proper expectations. Hey, well, when you say people, everyone, everyone. But let's we're focused on leadership, of course. Here, how important is setting expectations for a leader? It's vital, you know. And, and if you're in the service industry, you know, like I am now in my current company, that's one of the big things. You come in, you say, "What does success look like?" 
Yeah. What does uh, you know? What does a victory in this space look like? And you know, of course, you're gonna have a statement of work and all this I, stuff. I'm still, I'm like still, this. I'm still struggling with the service industry. All I can think of is Ghostbusters. Is that <laughs> yeah. you'd be excellent in either service or janitorial <laughs> that's industry. That's right. That's right. Or no, that's Someone stripes. Your, that's no, stripes. No, no, bad. it's it's Ghostbusters. Someone of your skills would find <laughs> what it is. no problem finding a job in either the food service or, or house cleaning food industries. industries. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. Sorry about the bug eyes thing. Sorry about the bug eyes. Yeah. I'll be in my office. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the bug eyes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, ex- everyone has expectations, and sadly, we're very, very poor at setting proper expectations. And I think a lot of times, too, you go into a situation and you say, okay, what's the best that could happen? What's the worst that could happen? Um, I tend to go in situations, and I, it's just the risk person in me. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. And anything that is above that is gravy. Right. It's like gravy. It's good my, perspective. My, well, yeah. My, my wife says, you know, I'm a pessimist. And I'm like, no, I'm a realist. Uh, mm. But, but you know. It's exactly what a pessimist would say. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but I, I tend to, to go a little bit on the glass half full side of things. But recently in life, as we all go through changes, we were talking about that when we were offline, right? I'm beginning to say, you know what? People will rise to the occasion. And if I set an, a proper expectation, and it's a high expectation, it can be surprising sometimes how people will not only achieve, but exceed expectations. But I will say, you know, and we talked about in this that we were going to identify and communicate and manage. I think it is extremely important, and I'm not great at this, I will admit, is to identify the expectations on on two levels. One is identify the ones that you have, and mm-hmm. communicate them, right? We'll talk about communicating with your people, but also identifying the ones that you have that you don't necessarily recognize. Because there, I can't tell you the number of times is you'd say, Randy, I want you to do this. Randy, I want you, I want you to wash the car. Randy goes and washes the car, and I come out, and there's garbage in the back seat. And I go, I told you to wash the car. I expected you to wash the car. And you go, I did. Right. You never said inside. You just said wash the car, and everybody yeah. goes car to car wash, and it gets cleans the outside. Yeah. And I sit there, and I and I have this war, and we all do this, and I go, well, it can't be my fault. Right. Randy's stupid. Right. <laughs> right. Well, like it's it his goes fault. back to clearly articulating, having that overt conversation around expectation. If A, then B. If you do these things, and expectations are met. We just went through this with uh, at my. Uh, you know, in church leadership, we had to have um, um, someone that, you know, is, is not meeting expectations. And the first question is, is, okay, well, what are the expectations? And have we made those clear to that person? Right. And, and that should be the first question. Right, right. And, and then it's, it's you'd be surprised. They go, oh, I had no idea. I didn't know when you said wash the car, you meant clean out the back seat. Yeah. No problem, Jim. Yeah. I'll take care of that in the, the future. But I'll tell you, those hubcaps are shining. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> he eats so much yeah. McDonald's. Where are all these McDonald's? He must be collecting from? McDonald's That's bags. Right. I'm yeah. just going to leave them back here. <laughs> but expectations matching reality is really where we have that frustration. It's where that stressor comes in. It's where where we don't feel a sense of accomplishment in our personal life or where we have frustration in our personal life because we have an expectation and one of two things. It either wasn't clearly communicated or if it was, did it match reality? Right. 
And was it attainable? I had an expectation that wasn't attainable. Right. It, it has to be something that's grounded in reality and achievable. And that's the other thing, too. We have people that think, well, I am a senior-level director architect. And dun, it's like, dun, dun. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> no, you're entry-level, dude. You know, yeah. you, you, you are pretty far from that. Let's have a little bit of reorientation. Well, you you know. Know, it's interesting. I've had conversations like this recently. You know, I'll say you're you're a leader level seven, right? Mm-hmm. And I have an expectation. Is that like a, is that, is it, are we talking about Mason levels or, you know, <laughs> a, th- a third degree? Right. <laughs> I can't tell you, but I will ask three times. That's right. <laughs> um, I, you know, but I have expectations. Let me, let me do this way. Previously, I'd done this where people expected to be expected, right? We're talking about expectations. I've worked here X number of years. I'm smart. Mm-hmm. I do great things. I expect to be promoted to director. And, and director in my organization's big thing becomes it comes with extra benefits sure. and extra rewards and things like I've that. I've been one of those before. Yes, you yeah. were. You resemble that <laughs> remark. So nobody had ever set the expectations in the organization as to what it meant to be a director. Oh yeah. Just being good at your job yeah. doesn't mean you get to be a director. Right. There has to be a position. There has to be a need. Yeah. There has to be you know. And then then beyond that, we have expectations on. On how you act, the influence you wield, at what level you act, things like that. It wasn't until recently that we really began describing that deliberately. Yeah. Setting an expectation for people who said, well, I've been playing soccer with the third grade team for you know seven years. I should be captain. Yeah. Ah, no, you're just a <laughs> soccer player, right? Like Well, that's though it's you just said deliberate communication with you know very clear objectives. And that's one of the things that in, in my current job, it's like, look, to be a director above in this organization, and I'm, as leaders influence culture, I'm telling everybody, and if you're a director, I don't care what department you're in. If you're a director, you have to be able, on your own, to be on a call with a pers- prospective client and articulate the value of this organization. Yeah. If you can't do that on your own it's, about the breadth of the organization. It's table stakes. Right. It's table stakes, right? And that's what we, we're going to have a, a conversation about individual contributors and, and, yeah. uh, and leaders, right? But this is where it's like there are table stakes for certain levels. Yes, I agree. You know, that at certain levels you need to be able to do this simple thing that is now part of your job, whether you're technical or not. This but is part of your job. As a senior leader, as somebody who is leading directors, yeah. if you don't set that expectation – they will define them themselves. Yeah. And so... And they what? will be thus missed. <laughs> yeah. Well, we call that a miss. A miss. Yeah. And, and they'll say, to me, being able to process X number of tickets or being able to architect mm-hmm. or whatever, that makes me a director. And, and what I would say is, ah, no, but I'm in the wrong because I never set that expectation. Yeah. And so how do you, how do you communicate expectations? What's the best way to get a person, whether they work for you or you know an organization or whatever, is how do you set expectations? Well, the first is, is you have to build awareness, right? You, you, what, what does success look like? Well, you know. Uh, have at, we met? I, yeah, I know. <laughs> Take a photo. Nothing, you know? s- yeah. <laughs> Nothing says success like a Cleveland Browns fan. That's right. No, that's right. Taking the Browns to the Super, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Woo-woo. Right. I yeah. won again. <laughs> But when you go into corn, new, I don't remember eating <laughs> corn. Whether personal or professional, right? When you go into a new situation, what does success look like? 
what does it like we're building a new team you sound example. exactly like my friend kevin yeah. i like kevin by the way crisis leadership we have a podcast on that kevin, yeah Kevin's kevin awesome. wilson and one of the you know when i first started in my leadership position i would stand there and go you know what i really think we need to do is x Right now, would pontificate something. It was very smart. Shut up. It was, uh, yeah, I could see that. And Kevin would say, Jim, I think we just need to know what success looks like. And I would... <laughs> you put me on the spot. Like, oh, yeah, I hate yeah, that Kevin yeah. guy. That's when you write on a post-it note, fire him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Must destroy Kevin. Yeah. Sink. Click. <laughs> but it was, it, it was a great reminder and a great lesson. One that I'll be forever thankful for and grateful for. Yeah. And it's right on target. Yeah. There, there's also, you, you look at this, especially in the service industry, Destroy we do this Kevin. all the time. We come in and say, what does success look like? And, and they'll say, well, when it's done, you know, I need to have identities that are proper or governed or, you know, an yeah. access that's appropriate, you know, for the levels, whatever. But you, you could do the 19 things in the SOW and you miss that one thing, you're done. Yeah. Right? But if you do that one thing and, eh, you left hand some things, maybe get 60% of it right, they're happy. Well, using an analogy, at the Ohio State University, mm. they used to joke, you can lose games, just beat the team up north. You want to set expectations. The other Ohio team? No. <laughs> You're not going to trick me into saying the M word. <laughs> But and it was legit, right? Like if you couldn't consistently beat them, you would lose your job because the expectation is you as a coach will beat them. Yeah, you can lose to Purdue by Doesn't accident. Matter. That's the you one know, thing. Akron takes you down. Yeah. It's a fluke, but you lose to them second time, you're gone. Well, and that's part of expectations. It's like you can do, you can do. You got a lot of grace, but this one thing, yes. you better do this one thing, and you better do it well. So, you know, the big question is asking your boss, asking your client, what does success look like? And being able to define what that is, be ready to define what that is. The, and you can ask that as an employee as well. I went through an exercise um, a couple years back, and a couple of my employees will, will remember this because I did it with them, but it was an expectation-setting exercise with the people that were on your team and it was an individual exercise so I would sit down with mm. say Randy air quotes around that and I would say Randy here's what you can expect from me and I and I had to as part of this exercise I went through and I wrote 10 things down that mm. you could expect me you will expect that you know I will support you that I will whatever and you will expect that I ask hard questions and and then the second part of the exercise was just to say what can I expect from you, mm. right? And it went beyond just objectives and goals. It was setting expectations around a relationship. Engagement. Engagement. Yeah. yeah. And so, well, I will tell you the truth. If I think something is worthy mm -hmm. of, of note, I will bring it to you, right? Yeah. Sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that, and that level of transparency, that level of candor, that's important. You mm -hmm. have to be able to set, uh, set a, a groundwork of, of uh, open communication and not being afraid to say, you know what? You didn't meet expectations today, Jim. 
there's a you know on the, in the moment feedback like that's so crucial right you know 100%. you wait until the end of the year it's too late pow it, if what, you what, do what a review heck? that is a surprise you failed you failed yeah yeah if if your employee is surprised at their review 99% of the time you failed now they could be just crazy occasionally there have been those but for the most part you yeah. failed the gnomes are telling me that yeah. you're wrong <laughs> mr man but the other thing around expectations, both personal and professional, is setting your own expectations, right? I go into my review at the end of the year with no expectations. Yeah, none I agree whatsoever. With that. Because then whatever you get is not devastating. No. And and it's a blessing, whatever it is, you know. And and you know, there's there's time to correct that or time to fix that, right? But when you come in with sufficiently leveled expectations, one, you're able to better manage disappointment. And I would say this, as a leader, you do have to keep a proper view on expectations. You do have to keep them realistic. Yeah. Right? Because well, if you're I mean, pie in the sky all the time, it's We've all used bad. smart goals, those yeah. who you haven't, you know, yeah. specific, measurable attainable, realistic, and time-based, time-based, right? The Ohio State University people, right <laughs> Liberal there. arts. Liberal arts, <laughs> the Ohio State Political University. Political science, bring it home. And president of his fraternity. <laughs> Your tax dollars at work, right there, right there. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, it, but using that sort of thing is a good way to manage expectations, right? Yeah. If your expectation, if I expect you to deliver this, and it wasn't in the realm of smart your expectation was unrealistic. Yeah. There's nothing worse than a leader with unrealistic expectations. Yeah. I think you should be able to drill a pipeline between here and Houston by the end of the week. Yeah, I, it's funny, you know, I, I, people that can manage up are, are just a unique breed of people. And I've watched a, a current CEO um, of, of a company that I know that managed uh, expectations to the board just brilliantly. Yeah, you know, set uh, um, one managed expectations down, and then manage them back up again, and, and to the great benefit of the whole organization. And that's one of the things where, um, as a senior leader or a leader in general, the ability to manage expectations is table stakes as you come into that, and you have to be able to make sure that it's grounded in reality and it's clearly communicated. Give me an example of a time when you. Either successfully or failed. He keeps failed. hitting me. I do. Yeah. Successfully <laughs> or failed to manage expectations. I'd love to hear that. Uh, I, I think our listeners, hi mom, nah. would love to love to hear that. Well, James, I think it's better since you mentioned your mom. mom. You 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 have failed expectations several times with mother. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should give an example of where there were some missed expectations. Well, first of all. My expectation is that you would have had a larger pour, but um, I think, you know, there there is a time in my career, and I can't say when or who or anything like that, but we had an incident, and it yeah. was bad, a security incident, cyber security incident, and the bad guys had taken pretty much complete control. Top to bottom. Top to bottom. They, they owned you. Top to bottom. I mean, yeah. they were choosing what socks we were wearing the next day, right? <laughs> and we had no idea. We we're like, oh, look, plaid socks laid yeah, out. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. wear those, right? Clearly, oh, I, I love Argyle. Yeah. Um, and it was bad. And I had an expectation just in my head 
that everybody understood how bad this was. Mm. That if I stood up and said, they've got every password and every user ID in the network, and they were able to promote code into production, that they would understand how bad that was, right? I was sorely wrong in that expectation. You had a you had a an attitude adjustment. I mean, as, my, as they, yeah. yeah. Well, my expectation was that let's take everything offline, let's shut it down, let's get everybody all hands on deck, let's rebuild this and do whatever, and it and it didn't happen. As a matter of fact, I faced increasing pressure to turn it back on, to continue the business the way it was because. We were losing money, and who cares if they're in there? Because confidential, confidentiality, integrity, and availability matter a lot less to uh, profit. You know, it, <laughs> and it was a profit-driven sure. organization, right. and, I, and I understand it. But I had an expectation that they understood the seriousness of the matter. Yeah. And that expectation, i got to tell you, I, you know, I, my, my boss at the time, and we'll call him Mac, at the time, I started to lose my temper. And I, the people who work, have me work, I don't do that very often. I mean, lose my temper. And those who know this guy, Mac, know that he can lose his temper a lot, right? He can, right? It's pretty he bad you. when he's the one trying to calm yeah. you down. And he reached overnight, and to this day, I remember he grabbed my arm and he held it on the table and he said, You're good, Jim. And I was like, mm. You know, I made this moaning growling uh, yeah. uh, frustration yeah. noise and i shut up but it was one of those moments and the reason i bring this up is because i think it is very demonstrative of an element where you have these internal expectations that everybody thinks like you do yeah and they did not yeah. they cared about stuff that i just it was I, I and i don't know who's in the wrong well i mean i've been in risk meetings with senior level executives at, at past companies where they brought up that, hey, you realize if this goes offline, it's all hands on deck or we write a check. And they go, yeah. And they go, accept it. Yeah. You think it, it's about mitigating the risk, but they just accept it. And you think, well, surely they're going to mitigate it. And then they accept it and you go, well, well, but wait, you don't well, realize. Do you realize? And it's like, no, no, it's accepted. Yeah, we accept that risk. And I'd like to think they understood what the the dollar number on that check would have been, but yeah, but that's the thing is is you have this certain level of expectation. You see it in security practitioners too, right? That all business is based on risk. Yeah, and where a security practitioner can say this is not the best technical solution or decision, but it appears to be the best business decision. Yeah. If and you I'm would like to go. run downhill with scissors <laughs> in both hands on the balls of your feet, that's right. I will have a you know what is a foam noodle <laughs> that's right. that I can try and put on the scissors right before I, it happens. The the best the best answer I had is like, look, if the business wants to get a full head of steam running down dumbass alley, <laughs> then we will ah. certainly sit back and say, wear your seatbelt, put on your helmet. Here's some put gloves. On your I'll see you at the end. You I'll know? see you at the end. Yeah. That's outstanding. Yeah, but ultimately, you know, we got to work our hardest to make sure that we have appropriately set expectations for ourselves and for the people that work for us. I, I couldn't agree more, Randy. Listen, when you start feeling frustration as a leader, something one of your subordinates has done, one of your team members has done, you need to take that analytical, just Pause the emotions. Put the emotions on pause and pull it apart. 
and go, what was the expectation I had? Was it reasonable? Did and you communicate the, it? Well, that's yep. step one is was yeah. it reasonable. Step two is? Yep. Did you communicate did it? Did you communicate it? And if you did, double check that. Did I communicate it clearly? Yeah. Because I have done things where I go, well, Brandy, whatever you do, you know, using the cleaning car, like clean the car and, you know, do a good job. Right. Right. Like, right. and to me, that was double checking. No. Yeah. No, no. Make sure you were clear. Hide my McDonald's wrappers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? My girlfriend's going to be in there. you got to make sure all the McDonald's wrappers are out of there. Well, Jim, happy Thanksgiving to you. And you out there, happy Thanksgiving to you. We hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Um, and we hope that your expectations are properly set as we go into the holidays. I hope you expect to have a good time. I hope you expect to get your favorite gift here in a couple of weeks. And I hope all of your expectations are met. Yes. And, and they, if you were looking for something special in a couple of weeks, I hope you clearly conveyed those expectations <laughs> to the people who were supposed to give it to you. Because PS5s do not materialize without somebody no. you know, setting an expectation. Order them now. Yes. Order them now. Well, thanks for joining in. Happy Thanksgiving to you. We hope to see you for our Christmas special yeah. because we're going to have a very special Christmas. Pterodactyl. Uh, there will. The the Christmas pterodactyl. Yeah, and choo-choo chains with, uh, with square, square wheels. wheels. It'll be great. Nobody wants to play with a Charlie in the box. <laughs> but I'm Randy Fields. I'm Jim Desmond. And you guys keep, keep leading. leading.